I'm Tracy Rhodes, creator of Traces of Faith. Writing online since 2014, I've been swept up in the glorious and bottomless well of Capital C Church, the body of Christ, those believers who proclaim Jesus as divine king over, well, everything. With this weekly podcast, I want to connect all of us to the greater church. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned one, Christian curious, or anywhere in between, I'm confident you'll be intrigued by what I've discovered in my spiritual wanderings. Let's talk church. Going to continue my thoughts on change this week. And I'm going to back up a little bit in order to get to today's point. So bear with me. So when I started writing online and at my blog, Traces of Faith in 2014, I quickly found that church was one of my greatest passions. I wanted to write about faith, certainly in everyday life, but um, really had a heart for the church. And within that, over the last nine, 10 years, I've discovered that I also have a heart and a stomach for potlucks. Um, I've written about it a number of times over the years. I even have a cookbook collection that I put together maybe two or three years ago. It's a PDF of recipes from different people that they would bring to a church potluck. So oftentimes it's comfort food or regional ethnic dishes that are um, well known to that particular person in their church life. So that was kind of a fun project. Um, From time to time in my blog posts or in my Saturday 7 emails, I will share various recipes, uh, always thinking of something that is simple yet unique and something you could offer groups of people. So food, potlucks definitely play a part in my writing, especially as I consider the ways that Christians um, gather with other people around a holy table, right? So that takes me to my thoughts on change. So when I was a little girl, my mom would from time to time make a dish we called fried mush. Some of you may know what that is. Most people I talk to don't. I don't know if that was a regional name for the particular thing that we had, Um, but what she would do is take cornmeal and mix just a little bit of water, just enough to kind of make it more like a a paste, if you will, um, not, not much water. And then she would, she would do that, all of that in a pan. And then she would put the pan in the refrigerator overnight. And so it required a little bit of planning. That's why, probably why we didn't have it all too often, but I definitely remember it. So then she would pull that pan out and she would, um, warm up a pan of bacon grease. It could be something that she had just cooked that we were going to have bacon with our fried mush or from time to time my mom did keep a 
frying pan in our oven and it it would have bacon grease so she could warm it up then on the stovetop. Now, I know she kept it in the oven because there were times I would go to make cookies or something like that and I would turn the oven on and forget that the pan was in there and then it would get hot and sizzling and make a mess. So I know she kept it in the oven. Sometimes she would grab that pan or like I said, um, make bacon that day. And then with that hot bacon grease, she would scoop a little bit of the fried mush combination into the pan and flatten it. So our fried mush was very crispy, often had kind of the grease marks of bacon on it. And we would usually have that with bacon or sausage and eggs and toast. So it was often a breakfast meal. She made it in particular if my dad would request it because he really, really enjoyed having the fried mush. Um, Another reason she didn't make it all too often is because that pan would get so hot that it would sizzle and make a mess on the stovetop as well sometimes. So not the easiest thing to cook. Well, years later, I don't know, maybe in my 20s, I got into trying different recipes, cooking um, like around the world kind of thing. Like I used to love to go to Williams and Sonoma and see all of their different cookbooks from around the world and often found that something that is made in, for example, Ethiopia might be very similar to a dish that is called something else and made in, say, Uganda. So going through recipe books and I find this recipe for polenta. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what polenta is. That's fancy. And I read how to make polenta. And I remember um, going to dinner at a friend's house in St. Louis and his mom would make this. I, gosh, what did they, I want to say they called it fried cornbread maybe, but in this cookbook and what his mom made was so similar to my mom's fried mush. And so now anytime I'm at a restaurant, there's a restaurant I really enjoy right now that's in um, Kalamazoo and they have a dish that has this polenta in it. Now polenta is a little thicker and most of the time they don't sear it to the point that um, my mom would with fried mush. So the texture and the delivery of the product um, is a little bit different. But fried mush, polenta, very similar. And that's where I take us to the comparison um, with trying different dishes and finding different names for them and change. Because sometimes what change really is, is just an adventure of doing something a little differently, right? And of realizing that... I didn't think I could change at all in this area. I thought that would be very uncomfortable. I didn't think there would be anything new and freeing in making this change in my life. And and we're by and large talking about um, pleasant changes, right? Change can be very hard and I don't want to discount that. But I'll give the example of when I moved away to college and a lot was familiar. I, I, I was still in Missouri, just like I had been in my hometown, and the seasons felt similar. But there was a lot of change. 
And that change taught me new things and felt more like an adventure and constantly also reminded me of things back home. Um, so in that regard, change is good and fun and something that we can embrace, something that will likely teach us something new. Much like I've learned that fried mush could also be described as a form of polenta. That's all for today. Again, it's Tracy Rhodes. You can find me online at my blog, tracesoffaith.com. My social media handles, Twitter is Traces of Faith, Facebook and Instagram, Traces of Faith blog. Take care until next time.